Hey everyone, welcome to season two, episode 10 of the Useless Doctors Book Club. I'm Harshini. I'm Pooja. And I'm Sarah. And we have made it to 25 episodes of this podcast, which is crazy. Um, And today we'll be discussing a book I chose called The Martian by Andy Ware. This is a fairly like well-rated and book that is also adapted into a movie that is, I think, kind of popular-ish. I don't know. I honestly never heard of it, but really? I think- wait, I think it's really popular. Like everyone it won an Oscar. Seen okay. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I live under a rock, but <laughs> everyone else knows about this movie. Wait, I have just- either of you watched it? No, I haven't seen it. There's a reason why I haven't seen it, which we'll discuss. <laughs> Have you, sir? No, I was thinking about it. And then I realized that this book... Okay, I, I feel like... Okay, we'll get into it. But <laughs> basically, I'm on the fence about whether I should watch this movie or not. Okay. We'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it'll all come out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to pick a sci-fi book and I just found this book and then I found out about like the fact that it's a movie so I didn't know any of this um but yeah I just wanted to switch up the genre and with that I will pass it on to Pooja to give a spoiler-free summary all right okay so as Harshley mentioned this is a science fiction book um that is super well-rated and popular um the story basically follows this dude named Mark Watney he's an astronaut and he's on this mission along with his crew members to go to Mars and they're like you know one of the first this is like the first team that's going to Mars basically um and by chance through some series of circumstances he ends up being left behind by his crew um and so he ends up being like living on Mars basically like he's the only person living on Mars um and he's sure that he's gonna die so the book is basically like it's split into two different sections um not two sections but it's like two perspectives basically so it's like Mark's perspective being stranded on Mars and like how all the stuff that he's doing to try to survive um and like trying to get into contact with NASA and like how to you know basically make sure that he doesn't die on the planet and then at the other kind of perspective is NASA's perspective and their kind of journey to figure out how to get this man back to earth and like how to make sure that he lives and survives and you know is healthy and all that sort of stuff so yeah so like Mark is stranded NASA is trying to figure out how to get this guy back and it's a very you know there is a lot of science involved (laughs) in this book I mean a lot of the a lot of Mark's perspective is very much, you know, figuring out like scientifically what he can do to make sure that he stays healthy. Like, you know, how can he find food, water sources, all that sort of stuff. He's he's a very resourceful character. Um, and then like NASA's perspective is just like all these people trying to work together to figure out how to get him back. Um, but yeah, that's honestly, that's the plot <laughs> like uh there's a lot more going on there but i think that kind of we'll talk about that in the spoiler section um but yeah i'm gonna hand it off to you sarah to give me your spoiler free review of this book okay uh so <laughs> i did not like this book i think 
I already knew going into it that I wasn't going to like it because I I listened to the audiobook of Artemis, which is another one of his books, and I absolutely hate it. I mean, I wouldn't say absolutely, but I pretty much didn't like it at all. It The premise of the books he writes, I think, are not bad, but I cannot stand this man's writing. So I have to rate this book. Honestly, I'm between a 2.5 and 2.75 because I would rate it a 2, but I really like the ending. I thought the ending kind of like brought up the rating for me because I don't know. There's a lot of ways you could go wrong in the ending. And I I appreciated that he didn't go too wrong in the ending. Uh, so it's just like, yeah, two point, two point. Well, we'll decide later in the podcast what I finally read it. It's just his writing is, it's it's like, oh, I have a problem. And then there's no like in between. It's like the next sentence is like, oh, I have this huge elaborate solution to this problem. And it's like, I don't know. It's just like in the beginning, at least it was very repetitive where I was like, oh my God, like I have this, like, I, I don't even know what his problems were, but it was like, I have this massive problem. If I don't solve it, I'm gonna die. And then like the next sentence, it was like this elaborate solution. Like if I release hydrogen and it's like, there's no oxygen, I don't know, stuff like that. And it's just like, it was so repetitive and I got so bored of it, especially because I mean, I, I could appreciate a little science behind the solutions, but it was a ton of science. And I was like, I don't know enough chemistry to like be like, well, this shit is so cool. I was just like, I don't know. It, it got repetitive and boring for me. Um, I also found the main character annoying, like the Artemis. The Artemis had the, the whole problem solution thing as well. And the character, they're just, I don't know. I feel like he tries to make them likable and it just makes me hate them more. So I just, I couldn't vibe with that main guy. Um, but yeah, I, I like the premise in general of the book. I can't say I'd recommend it. I mean, it's hard because Goodreads gives it such a good rating. So I'm like, you know, I feel bad. Maybe I'm, by not recommending it, like, making someone miss out on, like, reading a great book that they love. But I just I just didn't like it. Uh, Harshini, you picked this book. What is your spoiler-free review of this book? All right. So I guess you guys both know now that I rated this book for... I would say 4.3 stars for me. I really, um, yeah, I picked this book and I, I don't know, I figured that I was probably the most likely to like a sci-fi book. Like I don't really read a lot of sci-fi now, but I used to when I was younger. And I think this book honestly was like very different from any book I've read. Like, I feel like I've only really learned about space-like stuff through, you know, museums and stuff. Or, like, this is the kind of movie that, like, you know, I, I would probably see this as, like, a movie more than 
I have ever come across a book like it. Um, but I don't know. I just like, I could definitely see everything that Sarah is saying about the character and like the like plot happened. Like I knew <laughs> what I was reading it. I was like, I don't know. I don't think these, like my <laughs> friends are going to like this book <laughs> because um, it does go through very like mundane things that he's trying to do to survive. Um, and in the beginning, like it's basically his like log entries of like what is happening, right? Um, and you just see like a bunch of pages of this. And I thought maybe this is the only thing that's going to happen in this book is just his perspective. And it's like the first book that we have read that is just like one character, which I was like, okay, interesting. That's, that's different. But then after a while, I was like, yeah, this is getting a little too much for me. Um, but then, yes, as Pooja mentioned, there are other characters. They come up. So that, like, once that happened, I was definitely like, okay, book is solid for me. And for me, I don't know anything about science. I did not like any science subjects, really, other than, I don't know. I wouldn't say I liked physics. I just tolerated it more. But I... <laughs> <laughs> bro of all the sciences you like physics what's wrong with you yeah I don't know but uh I just understood physics more <laughs> but for me I really um like to learn about things by like hearing stories and stuff like that's why I really enjoyed history in high school because like my teachers would teach it like telling stories about what happened so in that way I just felt like I was learning a lot <laughs> through this book which is not necessarily like why we read books but I don't know I I never really go into a especially a fiction book thinking I'm gonna learn a lot but like I just kind of like to like I wasn't mad because I feel like I was learning about stuff that I wouldn't necessarily come across and for me especially as someone who like is working in a very like business environment like it was it was interesting to read about um I also got very stressed at points of this book as I told our group chat and I was like this is the kind of book that I or like the kind of story that I really love like there's this movie that I really really love but it's like super random and like just the most random thing <laughs> that I like just watched one day with my dad called Unstoppable, which seen that movie like five times at least. And I would still watch it again and again and again, even though I know exactly what's going to happen because I just really enjoy feeling stressed about whether people are going to survive situations. So I don't know. In that way, I just really enjoyed, like, I felt like that to me was and even though there were like a lot of problems that happened and then he was able to solve them and I can see how that was like he suddenly found solutions but I would also say like it was usually like a few days later even if it's later that day it was kind of like this man is like he's literally you just are hearing all of his thoughts and I I would say like he's kind of just writing as like you know if he's talking to someone because he's like not he doesn't have anyone to talk to. And so this is this is the kind of overreacting that I would do, especially if I was on Mars all by myself, you know. But like I was like, this is the kind of overreacting that would go on in my head. This is a really long review. I'm sorry, but I have a lot of thoughts, I guess. Um, yeah, but in general, I agree with like the character being like 
not as likable and he just has like a weird sense of humor he just seems like like an older guy but like with still like a 13 year old like teenage boy's mind but (laughs) he is very resourceful and I don't know I still like even if I don't like a character it's not like I'm necessarily gonna not like the book but anyways we'll get into more later Pooja what was hey you didn't say whether you (laughs) recommend it I'm so sorry okay I would recommend this book I would definitely not recommend it if you are not interested in like space at all I don't know because like I'm not interested in a lot of these things either (laughs) what (laughs) um I'm not interested in a lot of these things either but I like the book but I don't know if you're someone who like honestly like go watch the movie if you find the premise of the movie really interesting and you want to read the book first then read the book first but I feel like this is the type of thing that you know Apparently the movie won an Oscar and stuff. So honestly, go watch the movie too. Okay, wait, that was my fault. It got nominated for several Oscars. It didn't win an Oscar. Okay, I'm so sorry. It did not win an Oscar. It was very popular. Like it it was like a very high grossing film in the year that it was released. Yes. Okay, yes, I would recommend the book. Okay, Pooja, what was your review? The reason I was laughing is because you were like, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone who doesn't like space. And I was like, yeah, so me. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, but I, I'm i going to have to be on Sarah's camp over here. I'm sorry, Harshini. I literally sent a text message when I started reading this book. I was like, this is karma for making Harshini read Pride and Prejudice. Honestly, like, I'm sorry. I just want to say sorry again for Pride and Prejudice. Um, But yeah, this book, uh, I was not a fan. Um, And I think it's, I'm going to chalk it up to it's not you, it's me. Because this book is super, super popular. And everyone that I follow on Goodreads has given this five stars. So uh, yeah, it's definitely a it's not you, it's me type of situation. I think that this book is definitely for an audience of people who really enjoy all things space. They really enjoy, you know, things to be scientifically accurate in books, that sort of thing. Um, and I just didn't care about that. I did not. I there's. I don't like space. Like I don't find space very interesting. Um, and like I never liked physics in school. I don't like science fiction in general. Um, and like I don't like when I didn't all the parts when Mark Watney's perspective was there, there were like really talking, like there were like some serious, like nitty gritty scientific details that I didn't really care for, but I can see how someone who really likes this sort of stuff would find this book so interesting. Um, Cause this the author is like getting super specific with stuff and like clearly has done so much research into the subject. And I just was not the audience for it. Like I just couldn't care less about that. I, the pockets that I did find interesting were when um, he talked about like how he felt, his emotional state. And I feel like I would have liked this book more if Mark Watney was more self-reflective and like thought more, like it spent more time thinking about how he felt. Cause like the premise is you're the only person on a planet. Like you're the only person and you're trying to survive. There's so much to unpack there in terms of mental state, how he feels like loneliness missing. And like, there were some 
bits and pieces here and there about like missing society, wanting to talk to another person, but it, there was not enough to actually get me like super invested in him and interested in him as a character. And so I wish he was more like that. And I probably would have liked the book more if it was more focused on like his emotional state. And I think this just like, it's just so interesting because I'm like, obviously I would be the person who would be interested in knowing someone's like, well, how was he feeling? I don't care about how he's surviving. I just want to know how he's feeling. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. It, I, I think I kind of like what Sarah was saying, where like, I was just kind of getting bored a little bit in the beginning. Cause I was like, if this is it, I don't mind reading a book about a person being stranded on the planet, but what I want is not necessarily how he's going to survive. I, I want him to survive, but like what I want is more about his emotion. Like how does he feel in this particular situation and that sort of thing. And I, that just didn't happen. Um, but yeah, but I also, I did like the other perspective though. When they introduce the other characters, like there's this dude Venkat and this girl Mindy and like there's all these other characters in NASA who are fig- trying to figure out how to get this man back. And their interactions were quite interesting because the story focuses more on like all of these different things that are playing a part in this mission to get him back. Like there's like some politics involved in terms of like who is in charge of things. And like, there's some like team dynamics happening. And that I found pretty interesting because it was like a little bit more, it was less sciencey, more, you know, social, I guess, or not social, but like more about like the culture at NASA or like, you know, how they're going to come together and work and do this thing. And like, there was like some interesting, there was like some funny parts too. I didn't necessarily find Mark Watney very funny, even though I know the author was like really trying hard to make sure that this dude is like funny. Uh, I, for some reason, I was just like, I think kind of exactly what you said, Harshity, was like this grown man trapped in the body of a 13 year old or something, or like the mind of a 13 year old, sorry, not body of a 13 year old. Um, yeah, because he, he had like a little bit of an immature sense of humor. And I was like, uh, but the man was so resourceful. Like clearly he's one of the most intelligent people on earth. Um, but he's not on earth right now, but like, you know, generally speaking. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Like I, I definitely, I respect the book for what it is and who the audience is. I just don't think it was for me. Um, and yeah, I don't really like science fiction to begin with, but I went into this book, not, not judging it before reading it because the first few sentences were pretty funny where he literally the first few sentences were him being like, I'm so fucked. Like <laughs> I'm on Mars. I'm so fucked. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a funny book. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I gave this book two stars. I would recommend it for people who enjoy science. If you're a big person, like if you're a person who really enjoys physics or really enjoys all things space, there's a, you know, this is for you. This book is literally written for you. Um, there's so much intense detail about space and science and, you know, physics and as- what is it? Astronomy. That's the one about space. Yeah. Or is it astronomy? I don't know. Um, whatever is space science. Is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't really know if it's astronomy. I think it's, what is the, I don't know. This is literally rocket science kind of. Like, yeah, it's literally rocket science. Yeah. Like, I mean, yes, astronomy planets, but it was more of like how to yes. survive. 
yeah he was a botanist i thought it was super okay yeah i just thought all this stuff was really cool and i will say like i totally agree that like it's for you if you like space but even if you're not like i wouldn't say if you hate all things or like i don't know if you're not interested in it i don't think that's necessarily a reason to not like check it out or like i don't yeah. know it, it, depends. it depends i think it's also like if you like like i know harshini you had mentioned unstoppable and i that's like a very much like a survivor story where it's like there's this very tense situation and this person needs to survive it i also don't like those type of books anyway like i don't like i don't like uh life and death situations and that kind of thing like i'm more like um let's read a book about a like one person's inner turmoil regarding their like life or something <laughs> like i don't really care for survivor stories or like super action-packed thrillery like not i like thriller but like super action-packed like stuff like that i'm not that big of a fan either like action adventure that sort of thing not a fan so if you are into that though like if you are into a situation where someone's life on life in that situation they're trying to be resourceful and think of ways to survive then you would also like this even if you don't necessarily like space you would like this yeah i agree i i also hate the whole survival <laughs> part like i i hate like you know there was that one book that was like oh lord of the flies hated that book because of the survival aspect <laughs> It was also just like a little fucked up. I don't really remember it, but I think it was fucked up. I, I never read it, but I know the plot. It's about yeah. these kids surviving on an island and they yeah. start eating each other or some shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I Maybe that's why I didn't like it because I do like space and I, I, I wouldn't mind a space book or a sci-fi book, but I have like limits. Like there can't be so much science that I'm basically reading a textbook and it can't be too close to death. <laughs> they need to really make sure they have a high chance of survival. Hey, I mean, yeah, it's a fine balance because if there's not enough, like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Then I'm going to get bored. Well, I, I don't love know. I love how the scientist in this group, like the person who's legitimately getting a PhD in a science subject, is the one who's like, I hate science and books. <laughs> like, but no, it's I, too sciencey for me. <laughs> I was also thinking that though, because I was like, you probably read about this kind of stuff. And like, it's not something you would want to read like as a casual book, which I totally understand. I was like, if I read about this all the time, or like, I don't know, like there are situations where I wouldn't want to read this, but I have literally not learned like one thing about like actual science since, I guess you could argue, I kind of read it in like LSAT reading comprehensions passages, but like before that, since like literally high school so I don't know it was fun for me to learn because I was like oh cool like let's see how he actually like I think I like when people apply shit he was like applying the science to how he survives so I liked seeing that part yeah I guess that was that was pretty cool uh do you guys have anything else you want to add to the spoiler free reviews okay uh then we'll get into the spoilers so if you are planning to read this book you must be very conflicted based on our reviews but uh 
go ahead and pause the podcast and then come back when you are finished with the book. Or if you're not planning to read it, just listen on and we'll basically tell you the entire story. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) is there anything you guys want to start with? Well, I, okay, here's, I don't know if this is too much into the ending, but I feel like in general, did you guys just expect that Mark was going to survive? I almost said it in the beginning. I was like, I feel like there's sometimes it's like, you kind of, you kind of need the happy ending, you know, especially if this is not like a book in a series. I feel like, you know, he's probably going to survive. So, but what did you guys think about? I thought it was also interesting that everyone survived. Also his crew in space, like. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't think I expected him. Like, I was on the fence, but I was like, if he doesn't survive, I would rate the stars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because, I I mean, like, it's, it's reasonable that he might not survive, but at the same time, I don't don't even know, because I feel like I, 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 I didn't even like him, but I feel like I was invested in him to survive just because, I don't know, I think space is scary and I don't want people to die in space. I thought, like, if he didn't survive, it would be too much of a tonal shift in the book. So based on that, I assumed he was going to survive just because, like, I, it, it was too, like, there was too much comedy. Like, there, get, this is one of my issues with this book where it's like, Every single situation, even though like the the situation is so dire, right? It's like so like, you know, intense, but there was like no real intensity in how the characters talked or how they interact. And I understand like, you know, you can be like dark comedy. I love dark comedy. Like you can make like comedic situations out of extremely like terrible situations. Like you can add comedy in it just to like lighten the mood, but the mood was too light. It's for, so if he died, it would be such an abrupt tonal shift in the book that it just wouldn't be possible. Like it would throw off everyone. So I was like, he's definitely not going to die because the tone does not allow him to (laughs) that makes sense yeah okay that makes sense I also kind of figured he wouldn't die because I feel like if he did die it would not get as high ratings as it does (laughs) because I feel like no one would like it if he died and then everyone would be like that was a stupid ending yeah yeah I I think that's fair I think this is the kind of thing like with survival stuff like I don't know I think it's like a side character could have died like one of the crew members could have died but like he's like the main guy that everyone cares about at this point um no but when you said that I was okay so I had like another thought but this thought more in response to Pooja I feel like yeah I get that but I also and like also I get your whole thing of wanting emotion but like that's not what I care about so I was like oh whatever but I I can totally see how someone would want that I think it's like partially like Mark's character himself like he's not really the type of person to you know think about like the all of how he's feeling and stuff but also like I think even in that situation like the crew members with each other and everything like 
they signed up knowing that that's a very real possibility i think this is like a type of situation that's like more extreme than anything you know like this is like nothing compared to like survivor even i would argue even like fighting in war like i don't know i I guess similar to fighting in war where you're like you are signing up to be like this could go terribly wrong like of course there's all this stuff set up to make sure i'm safe but like this could go terribly wrong and like that's that's what i signed up for so i feel like it's more of like you need to keep morale up like i feel like people are like they were like joking each other even like you know in that very tense situation at the end because i think it's like you don't you don't want that type of environment when you're dealing with all this like intense I, stuff and like yeah. intense like stuff like you have to get all the like your job you have to do it exactly right and i i don't think it helps when people are like oh my god you need to do this exactly right or like this person is gonna yeah i i appreciated the comedy like i appreciated the fact that they were trying to inject some lightness into the situation given how dire the situation was but uh i think like i just think that they there was a complete lack of any other emotional state though like the most interesting scene in this entire book to me was actually that conversation between one of the crew members john hansen johansen john hansen whatever her name johansen. Is. yeah johansen and her father where she's like they had this conversation and she's telling them no no i'll come back and then the father's like but what if you don't like what if you die and she's like no 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 I will come back. And then she explained, and then like she hints at the fact that like she was chosen among the crew members to be the one who lives. If the situation goes totally off the rails, like she'll have to leave them all and that they'll all like commit suicide in order for her to live so that they don't take up too much resources and stuff. That was such an interesting conversation. And like, and then like she essentially hints at the fact that like, she will run out of food but like she can eat her crew members like which i know like those type of practices do exist in such life and death situations and like war situations and these type of situations like i i i thought that that was such a interesting it was such a good conversation it was like the best part in this book genuinely because it was just so like emotional it was just so good but i just feel like there needed to be more conversations like that with Mark. And like, I liked the fact that he was being funny and like there was comedy and there was lightness and it wasn't like, cause this book could have taken like the whole, like it could have gone the other way and been like a series of self wallowing for like the years that he were on, he was on Mars. Like it could have been that. And I would have hated that too. Cause I would have been like, dude, like stop <laughs> to get up and do something. I, but I just wish that there was like a little bit more like darkness in, in that part I guess with with Mark because I just he was like it was he was like a like nothing really bothered him like he the way it was written it genuinely seemed like okay yeah this this is the situation like you would have thought that he was like locked in his house or like he lost his keys like that's how like unbothered he seemed and I was just like this this is not an unbothered situation though you are like stuck on another planet dude like <laughs> I don't know I think, yeah I think one of the things was like I don't know even like I the comparison is just with that movie unstoppable to me but like it, he doesn't really talk about like his life outside of this and I think like that's what I was thinking about earlier 
like when I was just thinking about this book I was like oh like he didn't really go through any like character development or anything like that like he spent all this time on Mars and it was really focused on like his survival and him using his resources really well and all of that um but like there was no mention of like I think yeah he must not have been like married I think and he just he just had his like parents who were like obviously really worried about him and stuff I mean I don't know he didn't I don't really remember him talking about his parents really either um but I think it would have been more interesting if he had like more of that like oh I miss this and I miss like you know these people in my life and like in that movie in particular it was also like there were problems that the characters were going through they might not survive but like that kind of like put I I guess um made it clear to them like these problems don't matter that much and like you know yeah I'm like really annoyed at my wife about this whatever but like that when when you're faced with the life and death situation it really puts things in perspective right but like he he didn't have any of that um, I also think it is different when, like, I don't know, usually life and death situations don't take place over, like, an entire year, like, a year and a half or, like, many days, right? <laughs> like, he was going through this for a really long time. So I think there wasn't really room for there to be other problems other than his survival. Like, anything else taking place over that long period of time is, like, I don't know, is really hard, I guess, Um and he didn't have communication with his his family. So, like, there couldn't be no progress on that front. See, I, okay, I have a qualm. I have a qualm. <laughs> um, the thing you just said, like, the thing, the point that you raised was really interesting, right? About, like, not necessarily having, like, not necessarily undergoing a lot of character development, per se, but also the fact that he, we didn't necessarily see much of his life outside of being stuck on Mars plays a role in this, right? However... After living through like an intense one year of not necessarily having limited contact with other human beings due to COVID-19, right? After like people went like being alone clearly impacts your mental health, right? Like being alone on earth, (laughs) like in your, in your like apartment for an extended period of time, like one year in like a crisis situation impacts your mental health. And there are people, you can physically see other people. You just can't necessarily interact with them. Okay. Now this situation is like times a hundred. Okay. Cause you're on a different planet. You are alone for one and a half years. There was no change in how, in his perspective from beginning to end. Like they're generally speaking, like he did not have any, it literally seemed like this did not impact his mental health. There were like some pockets here and there where he talks about like, man, like I just want to talk to another human being. Like I just wanted to, you know, whatever. But like, I don't know, like won't that, like shouldn't there be some difference between beginning to end in like how you perceive yourself, your life, you know, the situation, your family, life on earth, there are different goals that you have after this. I, I don't know. I just felt like after you, you've been through it, like you've seen how one year just being alone in an apartment or alone without like any law, like a lot of social contact can do to a human being when they are living on earth amongst other people. Wouldn't it be 10 times worse or a hundred times worse on a different planet? 
Yeah, I I actually didn't realize that he didn't go through character development, but that's actually yeah I agree it's a huge problem in the book. There was like okay I mixed this book up with another book or movie I think it was a movie. I I I don't even remember the name, but basically this person is also stuck on like I don't know some planet or the moon or something, and then they're like trying to figure a way to save him, and then during that time he goes like crazy because he's all by himself. So by the time they save him, he like is so like like out of it. Like his mental health is so bad that he like attacks them and stuff. And I was. I kind of thought this was that book. I was like, just waiting for the moment when he like is like attacks them, which never came. But yeah, I think I think that is a decent reason why I don't like the book because I think this. I like the premise of the book. I but I think the focus of that premise was not as interesting to me like I feel like the focus of it was like I guess the actual like surviving part like getting food and I guess water wasn't a huge problem for him but like getting the resources he needs or like moving to a part an area where they could pick him up but I don't know like it's it's I feel like that's obviously an important part of a book but I think there's a lot more to a book that makes it interesting, like character development instead of just, I don't even know. Like, I mean, he, he I, I, I don't know what is about this book other than the literal like science behind like surviving on Mars, which is interesting, but not interesting enough for me to think it's a five star book. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, that's definitely why, like, I really like this book because, frankly, like, I feel like for me, it's like you're supposed to care about character, like, feelings and characters and stuff. But I really don't care about that that much. Like, that's kind of like me being like, oh, I should be a good, like, I don't know, reader and consumer of books. But, like, I, I just really find the actual things happening more interesting than how people react to it. Because, like, I don't know, it's it's definitely interesting to read about how people react to tough situations and stuff. But, like, I don't know. I I feel like that's something that is not as important to me. So, yeah, that's like that. But, um, if anything. Okay, we can can shift gears a little bit and talk about uh, the other side of the book, which was NASA and that team and kind of their, you know, struggle to get mark back to earth but what did you think about like all of those elements i already said that i found that more interesting just because i liked like the dynamics and like the trouble like there was this one character annie who was like i don't know what her actual role is but she seemed like the press secretary for nasa (laughs) Um, yeah yeah i think that was was so funny like she was so interesting like what the way she had to spin certain situations to get them. I liked Venka. I liked Mindy. Um, and like, they were pretty funny too, trying to like get, get, get Mark back and like communicating with him and that sort of thing. And like, I don't know. It was just, it, that was, that was like super interesting. Yeah. I'm glad that 
I honestly wish there was more to them. Like, like, I like when when the communication stopped. Like he leaned his drill against the table, and then that caused the short in the circuit, and then he couldn't communicate with NASA anymore. I kind of wish that there was like NASA perspective on stuff like that. I mean, obviously, all they're gonna be is like, "Oh shit," but like it. It would. I wish there was more NASA's pr- perspective because, like I said, I got bored of his problem solution cycle and so having i having i guess another problem solution but i think there's like more dynamic because there was more people so it was like people with different opinions and like different different types of problems um so it brought more to the story and i wish there was more in it because yeah it relieved me of my boredom. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I like the whole, like, politics of it. Like, uh, I mean, obviously, it's a tri- tricky situation to navigate when you accidentally left someone alive on Mars. And, like, it shows, like, how difficult it was, even though this is, like, kind of an advanced society because they go to Mars every couple years, but, like, it still shows how difficult it is to, like, put together a project like that. And, like, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, I like that part. If they didn't, if it was only him, I honestly would also give this book zero stars. Yeah, I, I don't think a book could have, like, I I realized once, like, the other perspective came in, I was like, yeah, there's no way. Like, he he's not going to get off Mars on his own. So, like, if there's a solution to this, like, there needs to be other characters involved. Um, I remembered what I was going to say before. It was, like, some stuff about, like, I don't know. I don't think that this, like, diminishes anything about, like, his situation and him, like, going through stuff. But I also think he had a lot of problems. Like, as we saw he had a lot of problems he had a lot of time to be bored as well he like talked about how you like you know watch the same like shows like and did the same stuff all the time but like I also think he had a lot going on (laughs) so I don't know I I do think that I also didn't miss it as much because like there's a lot of stuff he had to do to like actually survive even every day but anyways back to this stuff I another thing I was going to like posed like way back was I thought it was interesting that I mean obviously it's like a different situation of you know they like NASA sent these people to Mars um you know they don't want anyone to like die and this is like a really hard situation especially for the crew I definitely think we should talk about like the specific crew members as well who are like part of his team who left left him behind um but like with like everyone in the world even like you saw perspectives of like how like China's whole like space team also helped out and like that was part of the big solution to save him but like I just thought it was interesting that the entire world was like trying to save this one man when like I don't know like people die every day you know <laughs> like of and like people like people don't care about people enough I-, I think like this is a sad thing to say but like you know I don't know there's just like people in your own society who 
you know are struggling and you don't care right but then there's like this one guy on mars and like people really like they put billions of dollars and like it was a whole news story which i get like it makes total sense but i just think that's like interesting i think it's true of society that like you would totally do that if this actually happened but i also think it's just crazy like how much you put into saving one person I have a I have a point to make here. So a common, actually like a very common critique of um, like science and technology studies scholars or like technology scholars in general who are, you know, doing work related to social justice, a very common critique they have against um, like American society in particular is that there are all these billionaires, right? And a lot of them are focused on solving issues in space or like trying to get to space or doing work in space when they could be solving issues on Earth, right? Like if Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos came together, they could do do a substantial amount of work to solve the issues plaguing society on Earth, right? Like they could pool their resources together, do something with that. Instead, both of them have a lot of ventures into space and spending millions and millions and millions of dollars trying to get people into space for five minutes and then coming back down. Now, you could say, right, on one hand, you could say, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you know, like the critique makes sense. On the other hand, you could also say, well, it's their money. They can do whatever they want with it. If they don't want to do this, they don't have to. They can go send into people's into space because that's what they find interesting or genuinely are passionate about, whatever it is. But it is a common like critique that is actually used like in scholarly work that look, people would rather spend their money getting people into space, spending millions and millions of dollars trying to get one dude in space back here, even though like every day someone dies from gun violence or someone dies from starvation or someone dies from like, I don't know, a tornado hitting their house. Um, but yeah, it's, it is, it, it's a good point you brought up though. Yeah, I feel like it's also like, I get the whole space exploration part. And I also get the fact that they tried to save him. I'm just thinking of like the saving him part. Like, especially I was, I mean, they like talked about the whole politics around like China only agreed to this because it was in their self-interest. And honestly, like it was in their self-interest, but they were still like being nice and helping America out with this. Um, I think, like, I don't know, they had reasons to, but, like, they still didn't have to, like, throw away all their work and all their money that they put into, like, their own mission. They basically gave it to the Americans to help save Mark, and I just find that, like, very interesting as well how, I don't know, I mean, like, it makes sense, again, like, if one person dies on Mars, like, the whole, like, I guess, you know, the idea of space travel and, like, people's even like the public's trust in it is probably going to go down if they're like yeah we just left this guy stranded on mars but like at the same time i don't know it's just so much so much effort that like all these people put in to saving this one man so sarah did you have any thoughts on this (laughs) no i basically just agree with you guys i mean I think it makes sense and it would be what would happen in today's society because of 
I mean, yeah, because of like you said, like if if someone dies, then basically the next missions are going to be like you're going to have to go through tons and tons of more hurdles to bring someone into space and like all other projects like I think it really makes sense that China helped them because if if the Chinese government is then like well look this person died it's hella bad press for NASA and all space travel like why would we put our money into putting you guys in like Mars and stuff um so yeah I think it makes like it made sense and it is interesting to think that but I guess having so much eyes on like I mean it really shows that having press on something has a big impact like if people like I guess there were so many missions that one person on Mars would it would like they wouldn't put the effort into I mean I guess then they would have more resources to put it like save him but like if you had a lot of missions then one person dying is like not (laughs) I mean it's a big deal but it's not as big of a deal as it is like as it was in this book so yeah interesting perspective I also think, like, I don't know, I think there was a lot of, like, underlying philosophical stuff. Obviously, like, I mean, this this was more brought up, like, Puja already mentioned the whole situation of, like, what if the crew doesn't make it? Um, but I think in general, like, you know, the whole, like, even when they first left Mark, like, it was, you, you eventually, like, much later in the book, actually get to see that situation play out, but in the beginning of the book it's like uh, after mark has already been left behind but yeah essentially it was a situation where like they couldn't find him he got hurt and he was just like whooshed away (laughs) um and yeah they couldn't find him and like they like tried like the commander lewis tried but then you know it was just more important to like i it's some like something about the ship was like not not shit yeah the rocket ship the whatever i don't know, I don't know what i think they call it a ship they call it a ship okay okay it sounded weird in this <laughs> i was like they're not in the water but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah so basically like it was like tilting in a very dangerous so they had to like get out of there um but then yeah basically lewis like obviously makes the decision to like leave but then even throughout the entire book like the whole thing about them even coming back to save Mark was like they basically disobeyed orders and like I forgot Mitch no not Mitch who's the guy who I think it's Mitch is it Mitch sent the order well sent the thing yeah he like defied his defied his people yeah Wait, who who did he defy? I forget. Thank you. Te- no, Teddy. 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 Okay, okay. I was yeah. like getting mixed mixed up with Teddy. Anyway, yes, all these random guys, but basically, yeah. So they like defied his orders and like made this plan come together. And then even up until the very end, I was like, I don't even. I can't picture this. Which do I have to watch the movie? But like, Beck was like literally flying out of like their ship and then going into Mark's you know thing that he was in the math 
and then getting him out on this like while holding onto this rope and I was like how do you do that in space like you're just literally like I don't understand if he was actually floating out in space and like crossing between ships or if there was like something in between but I yeah I was like so scary that part was so intense (laughs) I saw dude this scene was shown in my physics class in college like it was literally in one of my classes like our professor played the scene from the movie where and it's literally how you explained it like so like the person I don't know if it was Beck I don't know why I thought it was Lewis for the longest time but like um that person's attached by a rope to the thing and they're literally floating in space they grab this other person they have like five seconds or something in between or whatever grab them and then they both get roped into the thing that's literally how it happened and I was like I don't understand physics enough to see if this is true or not but okay (laughs) I feel like it makes sense you just as long as you have the rope if you don't have the rope then you're like Floating to eternity because you can't make yourself go any direction. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get the whole, like, I mean, I don't know. I knew they had to be, like, traveling a certain, like, speed and stuff. And they had to match, like, the speed of the MAV. I don't know. There were so many words. I'm like, I don't remember (laughs) what these words were called anymore. But whatever Mark was in, they had to like match that speed and stuff. And I was just like, I I was like, I don't understand actually how this works. But it was cool. I was like, I don't know. I'm glad you all survived. (laughs) But every time like things were going well, it was like there was another, which I get like that was how the book, the book was made more interesting by like, you know, everything was going well and then problem happened, right? But, um, yeah, it was pretty intense. And I was reading that at the airport and I was like, oh, my God, what is going to happen? Okay. See, I have a, I have another point. <laughs> oh, leather qualm. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, but I liked the fact that this part, like the author was introducing problem after problem, right? Because like, this is a realistic situation. Murphy's law, like everything that. can go. Okay. But listen, listen, here's my thing, right? Like, it upped the ante, it upped the tension, the tension of the situation. This is how thrillers work, right? This is how like the whole, they're upping the suspense so that you get more and more invested into like what's happening. However, they resolved all the issues within the next few pages before the next problem came up. So it was like, you didn't even let me and have enough time to be tense because the problem was already going to re- look by the second or third problem that was resolved. I was like, so every single problem is going to be resolved and he's going to come back home. Right. Like normal, like whatever. I don't care anymore because you're not even let- giving me time to be tense. You just introduce yeah. problem, resolve problem, introduce next problem. And I'm like, where, where you're not dragging out the suspense. You know, I'm not like you're, if you drag out the suspense, then you get a thriller which this is not a thriller because they just resolve the problem so fast. So I'm like, I don't know. Poly- like the situation, like tensity, like t- not tensity, tension. <laughs> what did I say? I meant intensity, but like the intensity of the tension was uh, not very high. It was just like, I don't know. I just felt like I, I could see that like, okay, so this is going to get resolved to the man. I think if I didn't know whether he was going to survive or not, I think it would have made me more interested, but I just like, 
knew from the first few pages based on how this character was written that he was going to live so i was like okay so they're just gonna resolve all the problems it's gonna be fine okay and then that was that. <laughs> yeah i think that yeah like i said that was my biggest problem in the book and i think with this author's writing it's like you don't even have like two problems at the same time ever it's like it's like one problem fixed okay next problem fixed okay and I don't know it just uh it really bothered me I guess because it didn't build suspense which is just weird because I don't like thrillers but it's just like I don't know sit on it for like a couple more pages instead of like you already found the solution or like uh I, I think, like, with the communication, I think it's weird that this man is so resourceful and he has all these ideas in his mind, but he didn't think that they would check out the site with his with their satellites. Like, I guess maybe he just didn't think of it. But I think, like, since he knows so much about this project, I think he must know there's like a ton of satellites on Mars that they could manage to get images like every 13 minutes of that spot. So then also, I guess I don't know how far the satellites are from his spot, but <laughs> maybe he can't see that. But like, I'd, it's just like weird to me that he didn't think of that, that they would look at his spot I mean, maybe, like, even if you were dead, I feel like they would still look at it. Like, maybe it's, like, mean or, like, not mean, but, like, rude to take pictures of someone that's dead. But I don't think that was it. I think, yeah, I think it was, like, a big space. And, well, okay, first of all, like, I think I think you were saying this, like, yeah, they had no reason to believe that he was there. Or, like, I don't know. Because, like, I think it was, like, his... They couldn't find where he was. But right? at, the, at the same time, they have to they have to do an investigation into what happened. They can't just, like, oh, like, they yeah. said that the wind blew him away. And, like, that's that. We're not even going to investigate it at all. Like they, they, like, they would never not take pictures of the site. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's, like... Like, I, I get what you're saying, but I also think it's, like, he doesn't know that, right? Like, like he doesn't know when it's going to happen. Or, like, he, yeah. doesn't, he still doesn't have any way to communicate with them. He could, he could do his whole rock thing being, like... But, like, how is he going to know what they're saying? Like, I mean, I, he, I, he, he could just be, like, oh, I'm going to go get this satellite from this other site or whatever he got from that other site and be like, so I can communicate. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what he was. That's what he was planning. Like he was planning to go somewhere. Like, I, you know, the whole, yeah, um, I mean, it's still like, I guess, I guess it doesn't really make a difference if he communicates with them, but I feel like it would still like make sense. Be like, Oh, my plan is to go to this and I have potatoes to last me that long or like something like that. So, like, they know he's alive. He has his plan to come. Like, we should be prepared for that. Or, like, even, like, they 
they sent supplies to the other site. They could just send supplies to his site. So he could be like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's not a, a terribly, like, he couldn't gain anything from it by communicating with them through his rocks. You know? I, okay. I feel like I've lost your point now. I thought you were talking about the beginning of the book. Yeah, where- yeah, the beginning. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he, at first he didn't, like, he was just waiting for a solution, but, like, until, until basically Annie noticed, right, like, that was when everything started, but he didn't know, like, how long that was gonna happen for, so he, his original plan was to go to, like, Aries 4. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that there's no way they would never look at the site after those people left, like his crew left. So, like, I don't know. If I was in that situation, I would assume something happened. NASA's going to check it out. There's no way they would not check it out. So it's not. So, like, he should just assume that they would take pictures or, like, look at the site and then communicate with his rocks his solution to like go somewhere and do something like I don't know it's it's not like a bad solution either you know because like he could get like you're saying like the rocks would give them a more direct message he was thinking like if I'm gonna get out of this like I need like actual communication like so that that is like the step up better solution from like the rock solution you know so that's what he was like originally planning for was to go to, like, the other site. Yeah, but at the same time, they could have started preparing earlier. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess Also, it- I think, I don't know, like, I think you overestimate, like, someone just putting up a message in rocks, like, on it, because he didn't, he didn't write stuff in English, you know? He wrote it in, like, Morse code and stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I just, like, wouldn't think that they would look at this picture looking for a message either no he said there's like it's all barren it's all flat i feel like if you had big rocks it would stand out also yeah, it's okay. lines and dashes it's like it's not like it's like okay okay i okay i get your point i get your point there <laughs> i feel like we've gone on this very specific discussion for a long time but i get your point I, um, I yeah I get that it's like it's like it's not that big of a deal but it confused me for a big part of the book. Yeah. Okay, I had I had one thing I wanted to actually talk about. So I know that you also wanted to talk about like the crew members, right? And I kind of hinted at like one of the discussions that the crew members has with their family, with like you know thing. In, it got like super dark really quickly. Um, but I actually, I like the crew and I liked seeing their perspective. I guess there's kind of like three perspectives in this book then. It's kind of like the crew, NASA, and then um, Mark. Um, but yeah, I like the crew. I like seeing their dynamic. Um, Commander Lewis was cool. I wanted to see more about how she felt in terms of guilt. There was like this ongoing thread of like NASA not wanting to tell the crew who were still in space, right? that like Mark was still alive because they would feel super guilty about it, like leaving him alive, even though they thought at that time that he was dead. Um, And I I wish that was explored a little bit more about like their guilt, but they were, yeah. I, anyway, that's my thought. What do you guys want to chat about the crew? 
Yeah, I just think it's, like, interesting how they were, I mean, like, I get it. I feel like this is, again, part of, like, you're signing up for this, like, willing to risk your life, and it feels like they were all very much the type of people who, like, all of them, like, even Mark was like, you know, I don't want you guys to risk your life just to save me, and all of them were like, I'm willing to risk my life to save Mark. Um, So I just thought that was interesting. I mean, like, I don't know, they're just, like, good people like not trying to be selfish but also I think it makes sense because you're like all in this together and all um but yeah I feel like I don't know to me like I I agree that I think we didn't really see Commander Lewis's perspective on it but it was very much like I I just knew she was feeling guilty so I was like okay yes that makes sense um and I think yeah that like fit with their actions after that as well yeah I feel like it would have been nice to see more of the crew um I feel like yeah all you really got from them is that they really care about each other but I think because they have all interesting personalities and dynamics I think it would have added more of the book especially because I was bored in the book of this problem solution. So I feel like their perspective could have like, I don't know, I guess picked up the pace or like, I don't know, somehow drew out his problems because there would be space in between his problem and solution. Yeah, yeah. Earlier when you guys were talking about the problem solution, like, okay, I get that like there could have, it could have been left on more of a cliffhanger and then we could have gotten a different perspective before getting his solution. But like my original like argument to that was going to be like, I don't, he doesn't have much other things to do than to figure out the solution like yes we could hear more about like oh my god like what am I gonna do but like that was the entire thing it's like oh my god what am I gonna do about like everything you know and like I I think there could have been more of like him you know thinking about the like what bigger picture I guess um but yeah I I didn't have a problem with that because I think in the scenario of this book like he had to solve the problem and I guess maybe it could have also been presented as like his thought process more of like figuring out the solution like oh I have this thing and I guess like this but like I also was like yeah he's smarter than that he just like and like we don't see like every single thought like we just see the main stuff so I don't know I didn't have a problem with that but like yeah I do agree that it would have added more to like see more of the crew um I thought the little like this is the kind of romance I appreciate I thought the little thing between Beck and Johansson was cute um and yeah I feel like I don't know it, it was also cute how they're like what I thought we we like barely saw yeah. anything <laughs> it's like two sentences it was literally yeah, like one like, what like the person was like oh Johansson can sleep with Beck and then they were like oh you knew about that and I was like <laughs> were we supposed to know about this like I don't think we saw anything there yeah, was nothing yeah. I mean, there we didn't get a lot into it but it's just like it's just a thing that's that's happening you know like I don't know it's not like I don't need to see like all of it drawn out you know I don't know I think I'm just the okay. person who's like yeah. I'm like 
it's happening cool like you know yeah like here I am I need everything like show me (laughs) show me everything wait I think yeah okay if they in between his like problem and solution if they had like some a little romance between these two I feel like I'd be down for it (laughs) I okay new proposition what if Mark uh, was left with someone that he likes on Mars I would oh want to see God. that book no, <laughs> no, no, no. it's too much too much yeah I th- yeah I don't know I feel like like I get it this book th- it would have been a different book right but it could have been more about other characters I think it was just like his problem is the main problem you know it would have been weird to me like also again the way this book is written it's different the emphasis could have been broader but I also think it would have been weird for there to be a lot like there could have been more description of it but like it didn't have to be like a big yeah I I yeah I agree it would be weird to have like the the crew as a big part especially like I mean, maybe just like them being like, oh, let's see if we can figure out. Oh, I guess they didn't know he was alive. <laughs> but I guess like, I don't know, not a huge part, but still like something because the story of one person is quite boring. I think what I liked about it was that it seemed like all of the crew members had like family members or someone that they also talked to. Um where like Mark, I obviously given the circumstance, he couldn't talk to anyone else. That's why we don't see him in conversation with anyone. But like still, like there was also, I think Martinez, like he talks to his wife or something. And like his wife is like, your son will be five by the time you come back. Cause he's been away from home for that long. And, you know, there's like things like that, which is just like, I think one note that I wanted to kind of touch upon is this idea of like, adding more humanness to the situation in the sense like human problems or like earth problems basically still affect you when you are not on earth right so like uh so like like one one thing that I really like one scene I remember from like the book where with Mark is like he saves so he's running out of food packs or something um and he saves the food packs for like like he names the food packs for like special events that happen. So he has like, oh, this will be like my meal right before I leave. And like, this is the meal. Then he has like one food pack where he's like, this is like for when shit hits the fan or like when something really bad happens, I'm going to eat this food bag because something bad will happen and things like that. I just felt that were like, they added a little bit of humanity to the situation. It's like, obviously he'd want to eat something really nice. Like when his, he has a shitty day or something like that, which I'm like, that's just a like normal problem that will still like plague you, even though you're on Mars and things like that. I just really enjoyed it. And I thought that we got a lot of that with the crew, which is why I really like their scenes. But I think with that, the stuff like that with Mark was also like the little pockets that I enjoyed. Um, but yeah, does that, that make sense? Yeah, 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 I think that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like, I I don't know how to describe, like, I just feel like you just got, you guys just didn't like the, like, parts of the book that were, like, I don't know, maybe it was just too much, like, which I can understand. But I also feel like there was not, like, that wasn't, 
I don't know if I could say that wasn't the situation. It just like, I don't know. Like I, I find it hard to think about the ways that the book could be different, I guess, because I enjoy Like I thought it was fine the way it was, but I like, cause I just feel like that would really change the emphasis of what's happening. Like I, I feel like even though there was a lot of science behind it and stuff, it's like, this is how you are solving the problem. So like you you have to have that. And sure, he could have had less problems, but I don't know. I, I thought that it really showed like how complicated the situation is. Like he can't just wait around for someone to save him. You know, he can have everything in place, but like one little thing could go wrong. And like he has to like really think about how to solve it. So I don't know. I just felt like, that would that would have been lost without as much emphasis on all of this. I, yeah. I think it's just personal preference. I mean, I, I I I see your point, but I also feel like if you had like a chapter or two about crew dynamics, I feel like it wouldn't detract that much from him and his situation, like. I feel like it would just be a refreshing break from the constant, oh shit, another problem, you know? But I I, I don't know. I see both of your points. Like, I, I think that the way that it's written, it's probably written like very specific, like there's, there's reason why it's structured the way that it is, or there's a reason why there's an emphasis on this and not that. And like, I think it's also, you know, who the audience is for this book like what they expect out of books versus what I personally expect out of books like I think it's just like a personal preference thing like I don't and I think that's fine I don't really think like every book needs to have the same type of structure or dynamics and that sort of thing but yeah but I also get your point Sarah with like adding in a little bit what like adding in a little bit about like team dynamics or like the social influence or like like maybe even like mental health or something about like emotion, whatever, it might not necessarily detract from it. But I do think, I do think it might mess with the tone of the book also. Like there, there's like already the specific tone. If we add like in, like I myself thought the Johansson talking with her dad scene was like a little bit of a tonal shift, which was unexpected. And that's probably why it like sticks in my memory because I'm like, oh, that was interesting. Like that was different than the rest of the book. And so, yeah, if we added more than more to that, then it would be a little bit like if Mark suddenly became really sad and started crying one day, like one in one of his logs, I would have been surprised. I would have been like, what's going on here? Because it just didn't fit with his character. But I also think, yeah, I think it's just personal preference. Like I think this, I have an idea, like I, I just wanted different stuff out of this book. And I think that's just because I, tend to prefer different types of stories than this one but there's it's not bad it's just different yeah do you guys have anything else you want to talk about okay then uh in that case this is the end of season two episode 10 10 uh next week Oh, where we talked about The Martian. Next week, we're going to read the book Wish You Were Here by Jody Pico. 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 
Wait, there's like an LT. Yeah, it's like silent. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, Wish You Were Here is about, I don't know, apparently it's a sad book and we need to change a pace. I don't think we've ever had a sad book on the podcast. Sarah, I, but if you read, okay, <laughs> I was like, if you read the description, we'll, we'll chat about it. <laughs> we'll chat about it next week. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So that's the end of this podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.